Hello and welcome to the Disc 2 Movie Review with me, Rianne Evans. Each week, my guests and I will choose one old film and one new film and then basically get together and have a little chinwag about them. Joining me this week are Lee Stevens and Martin Kane, and we're going to be talking about Hereditary and Don't Look Now. You are warned. Things are not what they seem. Don't look now. What did you think? Because you've never seen it before, had you? Right. I went into it mm-hmm. meaning to watch it for ages because I like old horror films, especially horror films from the 70s, because yeah. I find that sort of graininess and quality of the camera really Absolutely. disturbing yes. yeah. and yeah. really adds to it. And also, I love Tim Curry and B. Shearsmith, and this is apparently this their favourite horror film. Okay, yeah. I did not like it. Right, okay. No, I thought it was slow-paced, but I knew they were doing loads of fast cuts yeah. within a scene, and, and I understood why they were doing it, yeah. but it just really irritated me. I always find with those sorts of films, because it was it was done in the 70s, so it came out the same year that The Exorcist and The Wicker Man came out, so it was a heavy-hitting mm. year for disturbing horror. occult horror films, you mm, know? Yeah. And so he was experimenting a lot with it, with obviously, like, there'd be things, I'm guessing, that annoyed you, like the sound balance and things, so, like, you could hear background chatter more than you can hear the foreground chatter. And, I didn't yeah. notice that. Oh, and he did it because he wanted to make the viewer seem quite disorientated, in the same way that when you're grieving for someone, you're all over the place and you don't know what's kind of Very going good, on. Very good, yeah. Um, yeah. So did you notice that when they spoke Italian, they put the subtitles up? See, I was watching it on a totally legal site and thought that that was why there was <laughs> right. no subtitles. No. And so right. it's the idea that he can speak a little bit of Italian, but the wife can't speak any. Right. And so while they're speaking Italian, she doesn't know what's going on. So the director wanted to put you in the same position as she is mm. in this sort of foreign land and not knowing what's happening. What really annoyed me with it was mm. your daughter drowns. Then they move to Venice. Yeah, yeah. and well, leave their other kid behind. Yeah, I, in the boarding school. <laughs> it's such a strange thing. We clearly thing, can't manage it? this, Deborah. <laughs> I'm guessing we've already seen the films that have been inspired by it that have been done a lot better. Mm. So things like, well, we spoke about Antichrist when over the Mestrum when we were sorting this out. Mm. Um, so things like that. And if you notice, like, the end um, just before Donald Sutherland's character is killed and the little girl mm. is stood in the corner of the room, it's the same as Blair Witch Project. So, oh, yeah. And, and that's, for me, that's for the most chilling part of Blair Witch, when she walks in, they walk in the house yeah. and you've just got the person, the guy stood in the corner of the room. Yeah. It's, um, I don't know, I think it, it's a good one to watch kind of just to understand the like the influence it's had and you can see it in like further on films that have kind of refined those techniques and things a lot more it feel a little bit like someone went how do we wrap this up uh, yeah it's, <laughs> it kind of has got that yeah. but i don't know whether that's because you expect something that is that kind of slow paced to be a much longer film because it's two hours stuff. though it's a two-hour film. Yeah, yeah. They had sex for 25 minutes. I wrote, wrote down, <laughs> wrote down, full-on sex scene, long, made up most of the film with yeah. background flute. <laughs> I wrote, yeah. does anyone else think this sex scene is awkwardly long? What's with the music? I was thinking, actually, because I didn't know that that sex scene was going to happen, mm-hmm. and I said to mum last night, I was like, I need to watch Don't Look Down so we can talk about it tomorrow. And she was like, oh, I'll watch it with you. And... And Did you get the awkward I, bit? I, Well, no, I was like, oh, it's a horror film and yeah. mum doesn't like horror okay, films. So yeah. she was like, oh, no, I won't watch it. And I just remember thinking, thank God. Well, <laughs> oh, this is still going on then. Just <laughs> immediately looking at my phone, looking at the walls. <laughs> oh, I didn't know we had duck egg blue ceilings. That's not, you know, like... At the time when the film came out, people went spare over that scene. Oh, yeah, I can imagine. Were, yeah. Like, obviously, it's just prolonged. I don't know if you two picked up on this, but I thought the chemistry between Donald Sutherland and Julia Christie was quite odd they ha- just had a lot mm. of cheeky smiley moments yeah uh, yeah yeah oh what was it it was something like 
to do with their daughter's death mm-hmm. and she's and she's like well you told her to go play out and he's like oh, <laughs> don't remind me and i was right, just like yeah, yeah. oh wow job, that's very jolly yeah. <laughs> like, i know it's like a rare thing that you do which you don't see in cinema is this idea that like if you were a couple and your daughter had died there's still even though you're grieving, there's you've still got to get on with the, like normal things in life as well. And so sometimes you, for a split second, forget. Just try and, and find that. Yeah, yeah. So uh, kind of going back to Antichrist again, that's just grim all the time. And there's no letting up from it. Mm. So I quite enjoyed that, actually. But yeah, yeah that was the thing that I, I liked. I was surprised at the beginning of it that someone hadn't turned around and said, you know, after the drags his daughter out of the, mm-hmm. out of the water. And gives her like two puffs of CPR. Yeah, it gave up really fast, <laughs> didn't it? I was God, like, oh, well, lost another one. And hey, like, oh, no, enough. <laughs> well, young enough to have more. But I can't believe that someone was watching that from behind the camera and didn't go, should we just do this again? Because it, it was so dramatic. I mean, yeah. I realise it's a dramatic thing. Mm-hmm. But it was almost, if you didn't know who it was that was doing it, you'd have thought yeah. they just dragged anybody in and said, right, we need a lead role, go on. And You're it was sad. Yeah. <laughs> when it was labelled as horror, I really don't think it should have been more like a psychological mm. drama or thriller. Or thriller yeah. yeah. Like It was still a bit, like when the, the child turns around and it's the weird looking old lady demon thing. Yeah. Which was just an old lady, wasn't she? She had a mad face, though. Yeah, she, yeah but, that I mean, was confusing. Just yeah. because someone's ugly doesn't make them a demon. Well, actually, <laughs> 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 that's the message of the film. Yeah. <laughs> it hasn't dated well, mm. so that's why it would need a... I think I wrote down, heavy stuff happens, yeah. and then not a lot happens. Yeah. And then there's a flashback of pretty much the entire film yes, at yeah, the yeah. end. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you could just, just watch that. that. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good film in the place of historical horror so we can kind of agree that it was very good in terms of taking a step forward in the film industry at that yeah. time mm-hmm. and i can appreciate all the symbolism through the editing and whatnot yeah i yeah. just didn't really enjoy it i think you summed it up quite well so should you look now and should... watch the film yeah yeah uh maybe not maybe if you're mid-30s and younger stick with antichrist and play which project if you're older go with it because you'll remember going to the cinema at the times when those films were about um and if you're any age watch the house of the devil because that was only done a few years ago but they did it on old films so it looks like it was done in the sort of late 70s that's a good idea and it's all set in that sort of time so if you're like a stranger things fan and you like that sort of retro mm, look yeah, yeah yeah watch that because that that is a really good film absolute nerd yeah um, <laughs> 20 minute sex scenes are weird <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about hereditary I just don't want to put any more stress on my family. For me personally, it's my favourite modern horror film. I watched it about a year ago and I did want to talk about it with you guys, but I didn't want to watch it again because last year it haunted me so much. And I watched it during the day and I watched it during the day again this time. And I'm so glad I did watch it again because I managed to appreciate it a lot more. I love the you know the fact that she's sort of telling her own life story through these um, little scenes that she makes. Um, but then the camera angles sort of go it like it starts like that and then it ends like that as well and all of a sudden you're actually looking at one of the little things instead of looking at the 
people themselves. Mm. I was reading up on that. It's really, really symbolic from the word go. Mm. And that's about not being in control of your life basically so the whole thing is about being a puppet because it goes to be like a cult and they're yeah. worshipping a higher power so straight away it's about this higher power being there and them not being in control of anything and a lot of clever foreshadowing as well like with the beheading of the pigeon and then obviously yeah yeah yeah, yeah that's the her. thing um, um and it was always um like quite interesting that the daughter was not quite right from the start mm. and that she was actually possessed for the whole time since she was born mm. because they were waiting for a boy to come along yeah um and then obviously when the sort of boys got to the right age they just beheaded the daughter <laughs> that was one thing I, w I wasn't quite sure on mm -hmm. the girl's face was supposed to be messed up because she'd done kind of the same sort of thing as the boy had done in the classroom because he split his lip open the same way didn't he Yes, I, I I wasn't sure if that's just her face. I think it's oh, just no. her face. I think, <laughs> well, I think it might be her because, face, but yeah. for the film's she was hired idea, for that purpose. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because I was I was thinking actually. I know it's it sounds really harsh, but in terms of it seems so influenced by Don't Look Now, mm. and like we talked about the messed up face at the end of Don't Look Now, and it and it does have a bit of a just so an off effect. Yeah. Like, yeah. The main theme of the film I was reading is grief, which was the mm -hmm. same as Don't Look Now. Don't Look Now, yeah. Oh, it's, I physically felt uncomfortable. Like That's how effective it was when she's lost her head and oh, and his reaction. Yeah. And, and they're long shots as well, yeah. so the yeah, acting yeah. throughout yeah, the film yeah. is phenomenal. Yeah. And, uh, and then just that horrible anticipation of him not, telling them yeah, yeah. and knowing that and in know, the morning like, she's going to wake up oh yeah yeah and like the head still being there the next day yeah. and you're like he's clearly just panicked and gone home and the body's still at the side of the room yeah, yeah. you know it's Horrible. horrific and that is very sort of visceral as well but we were saying that when we were talking about don't look now and we actually sort of palmed off kind of donald sutherland's blaseness about the death but then gabriel byrne has been quite level-headed throughout the film mm -hmm. and you can kind of get right to the end when he maybe just before he sort of dies and he goes up into the attic and even then you know he's saying oh your mother's dead in the attic anything else up there I'm really getting to the end of my tether with yeah, this madness yeah. <laughs> um Tony Collette does terror in her face so mm. well oh yeah I mean uh, I don't think there's a need anymore after all these years to now go you know Muriel from Muriel's West. exactly yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 She's, yeah. she's that was a almost like perfect yeah, performance you know performance like when it was it's all coming to the end and, uh -huh. and stuff like that and yeah he wakes up and she's in the corner <gasps> of the room yeah yeah and it, it was just that thing where I, as I was watching, I was wondering, right, how far are we going? You know, how far is this like supernatural sort of yeah, aspect yeah, yeah. going to go mm -hmm. with it? And it's when you see that, you go, oh, right, we're going full exorcist. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was so simple the way he filmed her just in the corner of the room yeah, yeah. and just slightly in the dark. That mm -hmm, is yeah. honestly my worst nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> and the chap that you said in the, in the hallway just stood there, yeah. the yeah, smiling yeah. man of... Yeah, he's a very clever man, as Ari asked. Incredibly <laughs> clever. And like I said, I'm glad I watched it again because I remember watching it last year and thinking, oh, it's got a bit silly at the end. But when you actually mm -hmm. read up about what is actually going on, mm -hmm. yeah. it is all very justified. I mean, I love the uh, the sort of attention to detail on it all. So the, um, the pillar that the daughter loses her head on, that's got that mark on the oh, pillar. Yes. So yeah. it's like everything's been planned out yeah. in, mm -hmm. at, from the cult's point of view. So. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But it's little things that it's like a sort of blink and you miss it. And that's what's so good to make the audience not be lazy, you know, yeah, yeah. and question it. Yeah. And I know I said it before, but like foreshadowing when they're at the house party and they're watching yeah. a black and white film and um, it's 
a guillotine comes down, which it was just super quick, but another really nice one. And I don't know about you, just like, I remember when I saw it and I'd forgotten about this bit when Tony Collette's cutting her own head off. Oh, Oh, yeah, yeah, that's horrific. It was horrific, but seeing that on a cinema screen and like with the surround sound stuff, Mm. but even after the boys falling out of the thing and you just see him lying in the garden, you can still hear the. Oh, I didn't get that. And it's like, it's so graphic even though you can't see what's going on you can just hear it and then you just hear a stop and then a thud and you go that's the head off <laughs> sound wise it was amazing yeah, yeah the so sound was a whole yeah. ball game in itself wasn't yeah. it it was amazing even the noise is like noise. yeah yeah oh yeah it's horrible <laughs> that is and horrible for about a week after that i'd I speak know. to a couple of people I'd go, did you see hereditary yeah and you make the click noise and go don't do it don't do it i know <laughs> i'm just like why is no one telling her to stop it's really <laughs> not can you can you not do that it's... she seemed to have enough problems <laughs> just let her have just a click her... <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i yeah i mean i really enjoyed it on the you know the second watch and it still was you know, it's it, still as brilliant as it was <laughs> it is like a masterpiece all round. Mm-hmm. i would say just yeah. so calculated and yeah. just I know it's a really obvious thing to say, but he's really put the work in. Yeah, 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 yeah absolutely. No stone has been left unturned, and I was just watching it a second time. I loved appreciating it. Yeah, I think it, like it's obviously like a roaring success. I'm looking forward to seeing what he does with Midsummer as well. Yeah, apparently he's got a collection like ten scripts that he wrote uh, right, ages okay. ago, and now he's just going to work through making them all, oh, which is nice. really cool. Yeah, yeah, I like oh. that way of doing things. And also, I read that he wanted to try and use the least amount of CGI as possible so okay. with with the effects like with the chalkboard mm-hmm. where she's writing in the ouija board yeah. yeah yeah so with the chalkboard they've got um a magnet in the chalkboard and a magnet in the chalk and someone underneath, um, underneath. oh amazing and oh, just like, the, like the effort involved mm, yeah. it just makes such a difference when i mean i get really desensitized if there's too much cgi yeah, yeah. now yeah so Absolutely, but that's why we were saying about was it Netflix have done Dark Crystal and they've used puppets again. Yeah, and yeah. Could yeah. I'm really looking book. forward to that. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think yeah, I really liked Hereditary because it did remind me of like Rosemary's Baby and mm-hmm. the old mm-hmm. sort of yep. horrors, but with a new new, a new slick twist. twist. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and it's got it's nice that it's kind of like that and Get Out and us have started really breaking the mold for a new wave of it's horror a, a, an is, exciting time for yeah, horror yeah yeah and it's more suspense and it's more like hitchcocky and, and mm. i i love hitchcock films so yeah no it's brilliant it's away from the gore of you know watching someone being stabbed or whatever and it's now, or cutting their own head off while they're flying in the air off, yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah there is that <laughs> but yeah i mean i you know i i, I loved it i give it uh five seven heads out of five yeah uh, <laughs>